Hi guys and welcome to This Is Us. Happy Mother's Day to all the amazing mothers out there and those that are carers of children. Today is your day. Let me introduce me, um, let me introduce myself as well as the panelists. So my name is Dee and on the panel we have Tyler. Hey what's up everybody, happy Mother's Day. We have G. Hello, happy Mother's Day. And we have Jude. Hello guys, happy Mother's Day. Alongside with today being Mother's Day, this week we also celebrated International Women's Day and we celebrated all the wonderful achievements that women have accomplished over the years. This year's theme was to choose to challenge. So before we start today's topic, I want you just to have a look at your screen, hit the subscribe, also tap on the notification button and the like, like this page. So, as I said to you, today's topic is women, we choose to challenge. And I put my hand up because that is the theme, raising your hand because we challenge together. I'm going to start with what's been going on in the news lately. Um, earlier on this month, in March, um, we know in London, there was a 33-year-old lady who visited a friend and left the friend and was on her way home. They were looking for her, couldn't find her for a couple of days, and it was brought to the news that, unfortunately, the lady was murdered. Um, so she left her friend, and along her journey where she was walking home, she was murdered, and her body was found away from London in Kent. When you heard that news, what was your reaction? And that question goes to Jude. Uh, when I heard the news that the lady in question was missing, or when the news came out that she was found dead, well, let's, let's start with when she was missing and then we'll go okay. to when you found out that she was found dead. The thing, the thing is, I don't watch news. I don't watch terrestrial TV. I haven't watched TV for like, what, 15 years? I only watch documentaries that I paid for on, on Netflix and the other sort of TV. So, but then again, we get bombarded by news on your Twitter where they unsolicited the poll on your WhatsApp, on Facebook platforms. So when I first saw it, I saw the picture I read it out loud to my wife and I said, uh, I'm not hopeful that this one is going to come back alive because it's been the, the theme for women in London. And uh, the week I came to this country, it was Jessica Chapman, uh, uh, Holy Wells, young girls who were uh, murdered by, kidnapped and subsequently murdered by their school caretaker. That really troubled me. Yes. This is me coming from Nigeria where we have bare violence on the daily in some parts. And that really sh shook me when I came to London when that, that was the news going around. I was like, oh my God, I'm really worried for this country. It's, and it was always like a woman is kidnapped, raped and murdered. So it, it was that pattern. So yeah. it was a hopeless situation when I saw the, the uh, face on the, on the uh, social media. I was like, this one ain't coming back. But again, why it was particular for me? Because that part of the area, I kind of know it. But before I go for that, I would like to say that the CPS, that's a Crown Prosecution Service, uh, released a statement yesterday. So we cannot be saying anything that could jeopardize um, the, the case in court or jeopardize yeah. the defendant's uh, case. So we will not be uh, mentioning any of that. That area is an area that I know because I worked as a laborer previously mm -hmm. in London in my past years. And uh, I know that stretch. I used to walk around there. And I think um, by chance or by happenstance i've been around that area at night as well i kind of yeah. as a man i was frightened for my life because it's quite dark so mm -hmm. but having said that though i don't expect nobody to go out and be worried that they won't make it back home whether that person mm -hmm. is a child or a woman 
everyone yeah. should be freely able to go uh, about as they want but i understand i understand that concern for women a lot when my wife leaves the house to go out whether it was in the morning in the afternoon or, or when she goes to the just to go out and drop the uh, sack in the bin i have to watch her i have to say to her grab your keys grab this we've got apps on our phone that we used to track each other these are extra measures yes yeah. so so we shouldn't be doing that but fortunately this is a situation we find ourselves so when i saw that picture on her when i heard that news i was hopeless i just felt immediately for the mother i knew that she wasn't going to come back alive okay so yes. jude you said you felt hopeless when you heard that news and it yes. actually got you thinking about things that happened even from when you moved into the country um yes. time what was your yeah i'm gonna ask you this what was your reaction when you okay jude has mentioned when he heard she was missing but what, what was your reaction when you found out that this person had been murdered what was your reaction um, I think like a lot of other people, man, just really, it really, it really hit me. You know, I was really, I don't know, man, disgusted, um, almost like ashamed, ashamed of men. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not, I'm not on the show today to, to, to um, slag men off or anything, but ashamed of men, you know, and it's really made me, you know, I'm, I've been talking to a lot of women friends over the last few days. Uh -huh. And I've been posting stuff and just trying to just trying to do what I can to educate myself, to educate other men, um, because we need to we need to do better. Like yeah. that's that's the bottom line. That is the bottom line. Men need to do better. Because I, I sorry, I've seen it somewhere where they've written the whole protect women and then educate men. Um, but we will come back to that with this with this topic that we are talking about but I just wanted to quickly just ask G G I know for me as a female even up till now at my age when I'm going out with my friends and things like that we do the whole message me when you get home or um, I'm getting into an uber have updated themselves now where they you've got the license plate of the driver but back in the day the cab drivers you'd have no details um, mm. Have you actually, ha well, could you give us an experience or something that you've had to do as a woman to protect yourself? Um, yes, unfortunately. And annoyingly, it's getting more and more regular that everybody has a hashtag Me Too story to tell as a woman, which is very, very sad. Um, my experience was... I think the one that comes to mind straight away was when I was um, told to go get some money. My dad had sent some money through a family friend that was a pastor of a church. And I went to see him, <clears throat> excuse me, I went to see him to get the money. But he, he had a five-year-old son or something. And um, his wife was in hospital giving birth to their second child. And this is someone that we'd spent summer there um, at their house, like stayed with them. We knew them quite well. Um, yeah. They were relatively new to me, but my parents knew them. So obviously you trust them. So anyway, I was at uni, I was a first year of uni and I went to get money from this guy and he goes, oh, I have to rush to the hospital and watch my child. So in the end, I had to stay there overnight because it was just too late for me to get back to uni because it was in Bromley or somewhere, somewhere south. And um, I had no reason to question this man or think he was going to do anything. So him saying, okay, you just stay over and watch my child I go to hospital made sense. So he came back late. Obviously, they had to keep the wife overnight. And um, the next thing you know, the guy is trying to pin me to the bed. Wow. And I remember for some reason when I was going to bed, I chose to leave my jeans on and he gave me a T-shirt to wear. 
And it's like, oh, you know, just feel relaxed. You know, you stayed here before, whatever. So I was just in my bed. I was actually in the middle of texting my boyfriend at the time that, oh, I have to stay over. This is where I am. Blah, blah, blah. I hadn't even finished sending the text. And this was a Nokia phone, so it was going to take about half an hour to send the text anyway. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and uh, so he, the guy came into the house in the son's bedroom. So it's a single bed. So he sits on the edge of the bed. And he goes, well, are you okay? And you know that gut instinct that I think women have differently to men? There was a gut instinct that just said to me, hold your phone. Mm. Just hold your phone and be alert. I was immediately, like, all my senses were up. And then, um, so he kept inching closer and closer to the front of the bed. Before I knew it, the guy got on the duvet with me. And he goes, oh, why have you still got your jeans on? That's when I was like, okay, this is not. Right. And at the time... I dropped the uncle because this guy was, I think I was 18 at the time. This guy was not even 40 yet. So I dropped mm-hmm. the uncle. I called him by his first name. And I was like, can you please get off the bed? Yeah. And then he tried to pin my shoulders. Anyway, I managed to get out. And I was still holding my phone and had to run to the bathroom. and locked it on. He's banging on the door saying, nobody's going to come and help you. You can't do anything. Nobody's going to believe you. He was a pastor of a church. Wow. So, and it was just... It was really, really bad. It was very scary. I managed to, I think of all my friends that I called, because it was after midnight, the only person that answered, and then you needed credit on your phone to answer the call. So maybe that's yeah. why they didn't pick up, because we're all broke students. So the one that did pick up, she was a law student, and she got me to put on speakerphone, and she was saying all this legal stuff at the man, and blah, blah, mm. blah, saying they can track the call. She's going to call the police. They're going to trace the call. And we managed to scare him off. Yeah. And um, I believe something took over him. Because by the time he started talking to, to me again, in what I assume was his normal voice, I knew he was back to his senses. And then I came out of the bathroom and I packed my bags and I flung the T-shirt out that he gave me to wear. And he drove me back. So he had to drive me all the way back to um, North London. And I remember saying, just give me the money. I'll use some of it to get a cab. He's like, no, 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 I'm going to drive. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't know what came over me. And then as soon as we get to my house, this guy looked at me again and goes, but I don't understand why you're being like this. You're not a little girl anymore. You should understand what's mm-hmm. going on. And the more you do this, the more you're going to get more from me or something. And I just, you know, we, you can't find any other way to disgustingly look at somebody. And I was just yeah. so ashamed because this is someone that was supposed to be, I don't want to say a pillar of the community, but something. Like, and he was also like a local not MP, but like a politician type person as well in his area. And I was just so dis- yeah, I was just so disappointed. And yeah. both my boyfriend and my dad, the way they reacted to it was even more disappointing for me. And mm. that just, I just thought in my mind, I was like, okay, if those two people can't even say or do something to make me feel safe when I've been through this, what then hope do I possibly have? That's just one experience tell us as 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 men and as fathers how it's important for us to hear how they reacted and what so what didn't they do or what or what did they do that was wrong or what you know we i need to hear this as a man and i'm sure jude as well you know as a father yeah um when i told my boyfriend um he said "Oh, oh you know did you know that man was is normally like that i went no it's not normally like that and he was half asleep. He's like, oh, but you home safe anyway? I said, yeah, I'm fine. This guy lived 20 minutes away from me. 
There was mm. no talk of I'm um, coming up. Are you okay? Whatever. It goes, but he, do, he didn't do anything, did he? But the emotional he support wasn't there, basically. Exactly. He, he, like he I was him. literally hysterical on the phone. I was like, oh, but he didn't do anything. So I'll see you tomorrow, you know, sort of thing. And then, so obviously I knew I was going to dump him. And then when I called my dad, he said, he was very calm at first. Yeah. And bearing in mind, this is not the first time my dad has had this kind of story before. He was very calm. And then he said, oh, that's really, and my dad was in Nigeria. So I called, that's really bad. Did he do anything? Was he able to get into your clothes or anything? I said, no. He goes, so he didn't do anything. I said, no. He goes, okay. He tried. Yeah, he said, as long as he didn't do anything, that's fine. You're in the house now. I'll just make sure I don't um, send any any money through him anymore. And you're not going to go see him again. Um, and okay, good night. There was no, how are you? How are you feeling? Are you okay? Mm. There was nothing. It was just, he was just like, as long as he didn't get to do anything to you, he didn't actually get into you. No, that's not a problem. Then it's okay. It's not. Yeah. It's not yeah it's because even when i when i was looking into this topic that we said we're doing today i looked in and i think the statistics it shocked me as a woman it's as a woman myself it was 20 percent of women um have actually um encountered whether it's sexual assault sexual abuse sexual harassment from about the age of 16 and that's one in every five women have encountered something along the line along those lines and then you end up with responses and th this is taking us back to the um the the lady we were talking about and the responses was well why didn't she stay at home and i as a woman was thinking okay so you're saying to keep me safe is to lock me up rather than as tyler was mentioning educate and let's talk let the men know um, what they can do or what they shouldn't be doing or how mm -hmm. to help out. As a woman, I thought to myself, sorry, because she left her friends to go home, that's the problem. She shouldn't have been out. Yeah. We all live in, we live on this earth together. We should be safe to go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler, what, because what's going through your mind in regards to even that statement, what's going through your mind? That's, that's complete and utter rubbish because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who you are, man or woman, you should be allowed to walk out of your house whatever time mm -hmm. of day without feeling scared. You know, I know yeah. this, this this comes from a long history of things. So no matter what we, we are learning now and trying to change, it's going to take time for change. Like that's, mm -hmm. that's inevitable. But yeah. what I don't get is, it's that, it's that mentality that a lot of men may have of, mm -hmm. you know, women shouldn't be out on, at night or women shouldn't be. No, that's that. It shouldn't be like that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Women should be allowed to go out at night and feel safe. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's such a shame that like, and this is why, you know, this is why that, that hashtag um, not all men is, is really annoying and really frustrating. Uh, it's very similar to the all lives matter hashtag. Them two yeah. kind of work together, you know, yeah. mm. because saying not all men is, that's ridiculous. It's not about that. I'm a man that doesn't, that doesn't um, assault women or rape women or anything like that, right? But it's still, still not about that. This, yeah. is, this is about us learning about the small things. Mm -hmm. um, because at the end of the day, I could be walking down the street at night at 10, 10 p.m. at night, and I know that I'm not going to do anything to a woman, but that woman is still fearful. She doesn't know that. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. know, you know that. What I mean? She doesn't yeah. know that. So it's these little things. I've been seeing all these, these comments that have come up, like, you know, cross the road, take your hood down. If, if, it's, yeah. if it's dark or something, take your hood down. You know, you can smile. I, you know, it's, it's difficult because then you, you, some, would say, some say smile, 
But then um, uh, my question is, but if I'm smiling at a woman, does she now think that? Why is he smiling at me? I'd say just say hi, say something. If you're really close, you can't cross the road. Then you're right. Say something. Just you know. And then Jude, because Jude, you mentioned with your wife, she carries keys and things like that, just to um, make sure that she's safe. Um, what have you sort of been putting in place, or what have you previously had in place, just to ensure she's safe as she walks around? What she uh, travels day to day. When she used to work in uh, Morrison's, the supermarket, when you know they had odd, odd hours, like uh, not fixed times. Like. So when she would. Uh, um, come home late say six o'clock in the evening i would have to go stay behind the walk her back home and um yeah we did that with the kids the kids is not mainly about her putting it between her fingers to use it as an attack uh that was just something else like take your kids don't leave me in the house and think you'll meet me here because Okay. You come. Am I am I am I fall down? Am I I, fall down I held I held my keys between my fingers but, and but, anything but, to collect DNA I held. But mm. it's not because of that going out. I trust trust look at it. These things have happened. This lady who's who's happened to recently is not the first, it's not gonna be the last. We hope it, it, it will begin to the systems will begin to be very responsive to these things. Yeah. I still trust London that people still do go out. And come mm-hmm. back home safely. You know what I mean? If we want to talk numbers and all. So um, I have full confidence in the police. I have full confidence yeah. in everyone that you can mind your business. With regards to talking to uh, ladies, because I, I, I go out and come back at midnight. I like my walks. I go out mainly after 10 in the night to go walk. Mm-hmm. 11, I'm still out there walking. And I've seen this since Tyler mentioned. I've seen women alone walking, and I notice the way their containers will change once they see me. What I do is I just bolt the other direction. I'm a very yeah. responsive person. Not responsible. I'm saying responsive. And I don't say hi to them. They smile, mm. I don't smile. I mind my business. Because when you smile, it's a sort. When you talk, it's a sort. I don't talk to them. I don't smile. If they say any word to me, I respond. But I don't do that. Because I remember a brother in London who saw a lady's wallet dropped and took the wallet, ran back to say, hey, hey, hey. And she turned back and just went all ballistics on him. And yeah. that guy came, ended up on TV. But I'm not making excuses for anyone. The hashtag not all men was absolutely stupid. But hey, ho, I, like I've always said, I don't follow hashtags. Hashtags, hashtags are corporate sponsored. So yeah. that was there to divide people. No woman should feel unsafe in the house outside with friends at night. No, it shouldn't be the case. It's full stop. The system should be responsive. And it's not only about educating men. I grew up with my mother who taught us things that everything is your responsibility not just the girl in the house great but that's not enough the schools should have these things there that's still mm-hmm. not enough the big battle we're fighting is the entrenched tradition from long yeah absolutely Look, just go watch the, the the crown on netflix you could you can see what i'm talking about the women mm-hmm. we for example let me tell you about fgm it's not a topic for today but people think it's a patriarch system that puts that in place. It's a matrix system that puts that in place. It's even women who were even cussing women more on the internet. I was shocked about this lady that just disappeared. I'm like, what's your problem? Yeah. Support. This person is going through, their family is going through grief. So we have to be aware the system is not responsive. A woman says, a G went back to a boyfriend and said, this happened. Just went, eh, boys over mm-hmm. boys. That's not good. You go to the police, the police just, eh. I've had stories where the police come to people's homes and say, are you sure it was rape? 
because when we take this case up, he uh, uh, not they might be not going back to this. The problems in family in this country, metropolitan police officers, they tell this to women who confided to me that this happened, and police have come and said, "Look, yeah." Uh, so the system needs to change. It's, the system needs to be responsive. They need to believe the woman when she says this has happened. Believe yeah. the woman. I'm not saying out the person immediately because you need to then investigate whether this is true. But you need to believe that woman, that girl. That's, you need what, to that's why the so story. many women don't report it. Don't because, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What, what's happening you know, now? What's happening now is I think after this now, we've now had women coming to the forefront. They're now bringing up bringing out their stories. And I think social media has been a big part to play with that, where a lot of women are now coming forward and saying, I've been harassed, I've been attacked, I've had this happen to me. And this is off the forefront of what's happened. But bearing in mind, we've had others, because late last year, there was another 21-year-old young female from London who's, we don't know whether it was murdered, but her body was found in Sussex, from London all the way to Sussex. And that one, yeah. I think, is still under investigation. and. Mm -hmm. We and, and at the same time, we only see what's in the media. There's a lot more in regards to women. Yes, 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 yes. exactly. Um, That's great. Women going missing, women, um, whether they're murdered, we don't know. But there's still there's quite a few cases out there, and I think this one is one that stood out. Um, it's 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 a weird one because it stood out in certain instances, but then it's like there were others as well that should have stood out. But that's a different topic for another day. Um, in regards to when we start thinking about race and things like that. Um, but with this one in particular, it's that whole, it's opened up conversation. And we know that there is things that needs to be done within our system. We know that women, um, there's a lot going on with women. And it's not just women, but we are focusing on women because today is Mother's Day and this week is International, we've had International Women's Day. We understand that males do go through abuse, harassment as well. But the percentage of that is, is, is a lot lower than that of females. But what I want us to quickly touch on is domestic violence. When we start mm. thinking about, we've been in lockdown for some time, there'll be partners or females at home with nowhere to go, nowhere to escape. Um, G, what's, what's your views in regards to domestic violence and especially throughout this lockdown what are your what's going through your mind when you hear that um domestic violence i remember in the earlier days maybe june time um when we were in the lockdown last year and you know the local news came up and they were talking about how there's um, a lot more domestic violence going on and my heart really went out to them because imagine being trapped in your own home you can't go out to essentially have a break from that it's just it's one of those things that is it's difficult for me to talk about because I get so angry and I get quite emotional about it because I have people personally in my life that it's happened to and I didn't know about it and I remember there's one case in particular where when I was told about it the person telling me had to say you're not supposed to know about this because the person suffering the domestic violence knows if you find out you're going to go and beat her husband up mm. that's that's how angry i get about it but i mean um i think i was even discussing this with my husband a couple of days ago about last year there was this um sign that was uh, kind of developed so that if you're on a skype call or video call with somebody 
and your husband or partner is around and you're suffering domestic violence, there's like a hand signal you can do to them so that they know and then they'll know what steps to take. And for me, I kind of felt like that wasn't publicized enough. Yeah. Um, I have, I mean, like Jude, I don't watch the news anyway. I, I, I catch it maybe once every couple of weeks or so. And it's only when I saw Cressida Dick, I think that's her name, on the TV that I knew this big thing had happened with the lady that sadly lost her life. So if I had, because I was like, oh, why is she? Because normally she's only talking about policy and stuff, but she was talking about murder. I was like, oh my gosh, that's how I knew about it because it's just too much bad news. But the domestic violence thing is something that for me is almost becoming, I hate to use the phrase the norm, but it's, mm. it's becoming something like, you know how with knife crime, after a while you hear it over and over again and you yeah. start to get slightly desensitized from it. The domestic violence during the pandemic has started being like that as well. Mm. Uh, whereas earlier on in the pandemic, you heard about it a lot more and now you don't hear it as much. It doesn't mean it's not going on. It's still going on. And I mean, I, yeah. I, I can only pray for these women or anyone encountering it because it's just I don't know I, yeah. I, I, I'm lost for words it's because it is one of those ones I know you just mentioned the, the code that's there for when they're on a video call I know a lot mm-hmm. of movies present that as well in regards to if you'll get the chance to dial 999 act like you're ordering a pizza um, yeah. for them to think you're ordering um, so there's different ways and I know that there's some safe places um, Boots open up their consultation room for any woman if she wants it or hideout space. Boots do offer that. Um, and mm. there's also some charities out there that offer um, a safe place for women to go to if they're suffering from domestic violence um, or don't feel, um, don't feel safe at home. But it's that whole, and I know, as I said, we here are just, we're just people that come together and talk about topics. So we're not therapists or anything like that. Um, But when we start thinking about women being in a household where you are supposed to be safe and somebody now takes away that safety, that what, because we all say home is our, it should be the safest place to be. Yeah, sanctuary. It should be your sanctuary. Thank you, Tyler. And for that to be taken and stripped away from you, it sort of does dig deep into the heart. Tyler, how do you feel in regards to when you hear things like a woman being, as you say, the sanctuary being taken away from her? How do you feel in regards to that? Well, I feel disgusted when I hear things like that because it's not nice. You know, a man putting his hands on a woman, that man's a coward at the end of the day. And, you know, mm. all, all I want to be able to say when I hear these kind of stories and whatnot is for women to speak up. But at the, at the same time, I know it's not that easy, you know? Yeah. I know that mm-hmm. some women that may have been going through this kind of stuff may have been going through it for years and it's almost become mm-hmm. like the norm to them. So how do mm-hmm. they get out of that? I'm, I'm no expert, so I'm not here to, to say how they get out of that because I don't know. You know, I, I mm-hmm. honestly do not know. But I just mm-hmm. wish... You have, to, you have to understand it starts with emotional as well. Yeah. 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 Emotional and mental abuse that starts. Yeah. Most of the time, the physicality of the abuse happens later. That's like the yeah. last bit. So the because I watched a documentary, I think it's called Women in Music or something, or I might have got it wrong, on BBC Three, where it's talking about all these um, wives or girlfriends of rappers, mainly the, the bit I saw was like UK rappers, and talking about 
having to sign NDA so they don't talk about the abuse they've been through and the physical abuse and things like that. It's still on BBC. Do I need to watch from the beginning? And there's this girl that she said, I don't care about the end. I have to talk about. And she kind of made sure she posted a series of videos because what she would do is when the, obviously her started emotional and um, mental abuse, that started first. And then when mm-hmm. the physical one started, she used to be able to put her phone, obviously most people, most young people on their phones. So whenever it starts, she'd, put, she'd press record on her phone so you could hear everything, you could see some stuff mm-hmm. as well going on. And she released everything. I think wow. the day before this guy's um, album release was going to happen, this guy had just won, he won BBC Sound of, I think 2018 or 19. And mm-hmm. the, when you hear the abuse that this girl had to go through, I, I mean, it was hard for me to listen to or to watch, but then to know that it starts with the emotional and, and mental before it gets to the physical. So that's what makes it even harder for them to leave because there's all these things that convince themselves that they're either going to lose out on that this person is going to do to them if they do leave. Um, yes. Because it's so easy for people to say, oh, why didn't you leave? And I think I watched an interview a bit of it where with uh, the artist FK Twigs. I think mm-hmm. she's basically claiming that Shia LaBeouf, the actor, was physically abusive or, you know, something along those lines to her. And obviously, as standard, the interview interviewer said to her, why didn't you leave? And she challenged it. I mean, if there was ever an example of choose to challenge, she goes, you need to stop asking women that question because the whole reason why we didn't leave was to save our lives. Because if we left, we knew what the consequences were. And you always make it sound like it's so easy to leave forgetting that it's not just the physical abuse, it's the emotional and the mental abuse that's happened way before the physical. Mm-hmm. And it's just little things like, you know, oh, you're going to wear that out. Oh, I don't like you talking to that friend. Oh, I don't like you doing this. It's just little things that over time, you just don't realize that you're actually grooming the woman to wow. a point where you're actually going to keep her captive over time. And yeah. that's just how it happens. As you're saying that, there's a specific, I don't know if I can mention a name, but artist in America that's clicking in my head that did exactly the same when it came, but his was young females. Um, I wasn't going to mention him. I try not to mention his name. name. But we know, Uh, he still did the same. I watched the documentary. um, Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah, and it, yeah. it really, but this hits on that whole what you just said the story where the woman chose to challenge. Um, as we say, today's topic is about women and us choosing to challenge. We've just spoken about choosing to challenge in regards to sexual abuse, sexual harassment, um, even down to domestic violence. So, um, yes, so as I said, women, we do no. choose to challenge. It's time for us to stand up and speak out. Um, but at the same time, we want men to really just listen to us and to really think about how they can do. It's not even that we're saying change for all men or for the men. It's just to listen and to see what you can do to support. But also ask questions. Yeah, but ask yeah, questions. Ask questions. This is the thing, yeah, ask questions. But you know what it is as well, yeah? I think a lot of men, I think a lot of men actually scared, scared to ask questions. Um, mm. And you know the reason why mm. is because, I'm not, for one, I'm not scared to ask questions, right? But I think why men may be scared to ask questions is that the answers that they hear Will make them will, will will make them reflect and be like, I may have done that. You know, none yeah. of none of us are perfect, right? And this is why I'm saying all men. You said you just said there that not all men need to change, but essentially all men kind of do need to change. Yeah, it's like it's the same thing. Do. do you know what I mean? You should definitely feel just you can ask questions. You know, the physical and what it's it's the it's, it's the looks. It could be a look. 
It could be the way you smiled at that woman. You, you, you wouldn't smile at a man like that, but you smiled at a woman like that. It's these, it's these little things that have been a lifetime. This, 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 the same way you say that I know of men that have stood by and watched other men abuse women. There you go. That's a massive thing as Emotionally, well. Emotionally, physically, mentally. And then when I've challenged that man, the response is, well, I'm not like that. But you didn't check your friend, did you? Yeah. You yeah. Didn't that reminds me of what we teach the that's... children in regards to bullying. And that's what we call the standby, the person that's standing by watching it happen and believing it because they're not involved. It's got nothing to do with it. Exactly. Yeah. But you are part exactly. of it because you are watching. You're an accessory. That's what they call when you get arrested for joint enterprises. When, you know, you yes. didn't do the stabbing, yes. you were with the person who did the stabbing, you yeah. can still go to the prison. You saw enterprise. it happening. You didn't report you know it. You didn't... Someone messaged me on Instagram because I've been putting out some stuff recently and I'm, I'm looking to do something on Wednesday night with a, with a group of women talking. And someone actually messaged me, a man messaged me, something quite good. And I'll repeat what he said. He basically said that, you know, men that do these kind of things, whether it's, you know, the actual, you know, sexual abusers or they're assaulting women, they're killing women, all these kind of things. Some of these men, or probably most of these men, have really double standards. And what he said is that these same men that are doing things like that, if another man was to do that to their sister, yes. their mother, their wife, whatever it is, they would go mad. So mm -hmm. it's like these kind of men, need, especially, need to be educated as well that look, the same things you're now doing to someone, let let someone come and do that to your family or something and see how much you wouldn't like it. This is the thing that like, you know, that that, that I don't understand about men specifically like that, you know? Cause it's like, mm -hmm. I've got mother, I've got sisters, I've got my daughter now, you know? So it's like, how can I be going out on the street, acting a certain way towards women when I'm raising a woman that I'm expecting other men not to do. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's double standard. I think it's because it's because a lot of times most people don't think about it that way. If they're doing something, yeah, because in my mind, I believe anyone that commits any sort of abuse on somebody else, because abuse is is just like um like bullying at the extreme. Anyone that does something like that is getting some sort of gratification from it, and there's some sort of selfishness attached to it in the sense that at that point in time. They're thinking about them and what they're getting from it because they're getting the power, the control, or whatever it is. And they're not at that point going to think about their mom or their sister or their girl cousin. They're just not thinking about it at that point in time. And every time they do it and they repeat it, they're getting something from it. They're getting, nobody does anything for nothing. They're getting something from it, be it some sort of satisfaction or just control. The, the fact that you can control somebody to go change their top or change their hair or not talk to that friend or not do this so you can keep them as your pet or whatever they're getting something from so at that point unless some and most of the time remember this sort of instance is happening secret nobody else knows about this the same yeah. way men older men groom younger younger children they they say keep it our secret because if you talk this and this and this is going to happen either they spin in a positive way or threaten you so you don't tell anyone so it's your own little secret so at the end of the day it's not like someone's gonna see what's going on and then be able to comment and say oh what about if that was your mother what about even the mother doesn't know so it's something that just happens in secret and i think tyler said or maybe june women have to speak up they have to find their way either by the hand signs or somebody i always say this about just in general, just find somebody, just one person you can talk to. Just one person. Yeah. Um, 
I've actually, I've got a statement written out here, which it says that women are not the reason that women get attacked and more needs to be looked into in regards to the predator. So um, a lot of times the whole saying, oh, it's her fault or was she dressed like this or what was, as in, it's always sort of, sometimes people try uh, and put it to be that the woman was at fault. And yeah, it, it, it just said women are not the reason. So if a woman feels that way, you are not the reason. It's that person that needs to be looked into because for another person, whether it is male or female, but we are, as I said, we are focusing on women. So whether it is male or female, they need to be looked into as to why, what's going through your mind. How yeah. can you do that to another person? How can you say that to somebody? Um, Jude, how do you feel about that when it is actually said women is or are the reason? How do you feel about I, that, Jude? I, I think I'm, I'm glad that you use that term predator because I was going to use it earlier. It's one word I just kept in my head that I have to use today. Uh, you've heard stories where pets, dogs, people keep dogs at home. And when mm -hmm. the dog has gone out to attack the owner or somebody out on the street, what did they do to that dog, if you can remind me? They pulled them down. Um. You know why that is? Because they don't want you to go on an attack. I'm not asking for men to be killed, but if the death sentence come, we might take a vote on it. Men are predators, it's fact. Men kill men, men kill women. So man is the problem. Mm. It's not about education. It's not about whether the man enjoys something from this. It's not about that. It's about the knowledge that the power belongs to them. No one would do anything about it. And when you challenge mm -hmm. small things, you need to challenge bigger things. Yeah. I don't like I don't like selective justice, but that's what we have in this country. That's what we have everywhere. Uh, yeah. This whole week has been very heavy on women. Prince Andrew is chucked somewhere, hiding, still enjoying life when he's yeah. abused minors. Nobody's talking about that. I don't see women Bro. protesting on, in front of parliament. That's that's by the way. We've got we've mm -hmm. got a certain guy they call Morgan who sits on uh, his TV every morning and abuse a married Not woman, anymore. married to a prince. They kept abusing and abusing. No one challenged him. It was only women who was this standing, telling him you're wrong. Well, we, when you we go also follow, what happened when it was challenged. When, when you go follow his Twitter handle and you see the decadence in this country, and I'm talking about men and majority are women, supporting that Morgan, that human being. So you mm -hmm. see, we can repeat slogans as much as we want. We can discover any sign we want to put up there. We mm. can do whatever, do hashtags. It ain't going to solve the problem. The problem is the system needs to be uprooted. The system yeah. that protects Andrew needs to be uprooted. It's wow. fact. And we talk about, oh, the house is a sanctuary for the woman. Let me use myself as an example. I don't earn much, but I feed my family. You think if I start doing things yet and she will run out? No, because that comfort is there. Because when she goes out, I'll tell you, I have the experience. I'm not an expert. I'm a social worker. And I have yeah. experience of those charities you just mentioned just now. You wouldn't want a woman fleeing domestic violence to go be in one of the hostels they put them. It's worse mm -hmm. than where you want to put rats. Anyone can quote me on this. I've worked in those places. I've sent women to those places, unfortunately. But where's, mm -hmm. where's Prince Andrew? He's chucked up in a, in a palace. Where are the yeah. women who are being beaten? They're not, none of the, nobody believes them. Nobody, nobody ever believes, believes them. This Look, I, I know we don't want to call out race or anything, but look, we have to be able to have and discuss those uncomfortable truth. We have to be uncomfortable enough to discuss them. Yeah. May I so rest in peace, this woman who just died. She ain't the first. We've got black girls going black. missing and murdered. Nobody talks about them. That's by the wayside. We've got white women 
killed as well. Nobody's talked about them. Is it because this woman, as some media commentators are saying, is blonde and she's middle class, she's got a good job, parents are middle class? What is it? If she was from a poor home in South London in Peckham, would we have people come and reclaim the streets and out on the streets? I'm telling you today, no, because it's been happening. So slogans, I don't do. Hashtags, yeah. I don't do. The system needs to change. If you protect an Andrew, don't fight to convict somebody else who's done this. I don't know if you got my point. This is yeah. where I'm coming from. The yeah. system needs to be uprooted. You need to, the system don't help. There are, there are people that are fighting for it because every year we have our shadow secretary that does mention in parliament the women that have either been, I think, murdered or died or by a uh, man. Sorry, I you there. Who's your shadow secretary for justice? Um, shadow minister for domestic violence. I think her name is Jess Phillips. Good, and good that you mentioned it. I was going to come to her. This is the same person asking for justice. She read out some names in the parliament the other day. But she is the same one who's met abuse on her female colleague, Diane Abbott. This is what my problem is. You're fighting another woman. You don't see all the abuse and threats that they will rape Diane on the street and kill her. You don't see it as anything. But you scream it because it's happened to someone that looks like you. I don't see Jess Philip leading that. She shouldn't be doing it because she's bullying other people. It's fine. Yeah. But that's the thing, because I think as women, we have our issues with what's going on in society. But then there's also the issues that we have as being black women. We know that, but today's topic is about women choosing to challenge. So we're talking generally about women. And Jude has touched on a valid point where we know being black women, we also have that that we have to work towards as well. And this is something that it, it goes deep. It does go deep within the system. Um, so what I'm going to do, we're going to move on to sort of into the workplace. Now, Tyler, earlier on in the week, I was following your social media and you had a post that you put up that showed the structure that went within a workplace. So we started at, a, at the bottom where we had a mixture. Then as it went up, you could see the females sort of fizzling towards the top and it was just male heavy. Now that is a, it happens in not all workplaces because some workplaces have fought for equal balance of equality and equity occurs, so it's fair. But we know majority of workplaces that does not occur. Um, Tyler, in your, prof your profession, because as an actor and a photographer, it, I'm not sure, do you sort of see that happening? Um, the progression and things like that within your workplace? Um, it's a it's, that's a difficult one for me to answer um, mm. because the acting industry is so vast. I mean, I think when it comes to the acting industry, what I would say is maybe as men get older and progress, there seems to be like, if, uh, there seems to be like, you know, the better roles come for you as you get older, you know, like, oh. there's, you know, mm. older actors, like friends of mine that are now in their forties and they're getting like, you know, the lead roles and the bigger roles now. Whereas yeah. for women, it seems, it doesn't seem like that. From my experience, it seems like when a woman gets to a certain age, they're always looking for the younger, the younger, the younger mm -hmm. model as, as they call it. Yeah. Then yeah. it's not until now the woman gets to like that certain age, you know, Helen Mirren's of this world and that kind of stuff that yeah, now <laughs> you know, the roles are, are available for them again. So I think, yeah. I think, I don't know, but that's how it was before. I think things may be changing a bit, but you know, so yeah, there is, there is still a level. And then I'm not sure how it, how with like pay, I'm not sure in the acting mode, how different the pay is between men and women. Yeah. Especially I'm talking, you know, Hollywood and the stars. I'm, I'm not sure. 
I'm not sure. So I, I, it all depends I'm... on what's disclosed as well. And it's, yeah. we wouldn't really know. But um, G, what about your, with your, because you're an accountant, but with it, your occupation? Chartered. Chartered. I apologise. <laughs> Chartered accountant. As a woman, and I know we're, we can well, talk about, the, I've got mine in regards yeah. to being a black woman, but I'm talking generally just as a woman. Um, so in terms of my area of expertise and my field, the good thing about it is that as as you once you get your qualifications and as you get your experience, depending on number of years or whatever, and where you live will determine your your range of salary you should get. So that makes it very easy to win arguments like, excuse me, I live here. And I've been post-qualified this number of years, blah, blah, blah. I'm in this field. So ours every year we get like, you can get it from all the top accounting agencies. They have, they do a salary guide. So you know exactly what you need to ask for to the point yeah. where you just need to say to your boss, um, the salary guides are out now. Can we have a review? And they'll have a conversation about it. Done. No arguments. Um, but in terms of, other areas i know there are gaps and like you said tyler with the hollywood thing the gaps have been showing and the disparities mainly between the white um hollywood stars and the black ones um taraji p henson shared that she got paid 30 grand that's how much she earned 30 grand after taxes and paying her staff for benjamin button which i believe she was like this this, the main leading person after Mm. what's his face um, so and then there's a lot of Hollywood women and the white ones that bring along, as they say, the black ones. And they and it was only because I think is it uh, what's her name Spencer um, Octavia is her name. I can't remember the lovely black lady. She managed to share what she earned on um, the oh god the help. She shared her 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 pay packet with the the star of the show. The I think she's like a redhead. I don't know Hollywood names clearly. Um, she shared it with her. And she was flabbergasted. Like, what do you mean? We're in this together, but this is what you're getting paid. And so it's because she disclosed it. Again, like someone said, unless you disclose it, you're not going to know. So for me, in terms of my job and what I do, I know what I should be getting. And as long as I'm getting that, I'm okay. Because it's, it's a thing of like picking your battles. And I'm grateful to be in the kind of field where there's the benchmark for what I should be getting because it just makes life so much easier because yeah. us as women, we're very, we're not used to asking for money. That's just mm-hmm. a fact. This job I'm in, when I was given the offer, I challenged it. It was the first time ever in my life I'd ever challenged an offer. And I said, no, I want, you've given me a range, but you've given me the, the minimum. I want the middle. And they said, you know what? Give us six months. We don't know what you can do. Let's see what you can do. And if you meet the expectations, we'll match it. So I said, fair enough, you know, so we had the conversation later on. But I remember I did it and I felt this, I don't know if it's shame or something like, oh my God, how greedy of me. Whereas a guy would not even think twice. I remember a few years ago, I was looking for work or whatever. I was thinking of changing jobs. And there's all this stuff I saw, I said, I can't do that, I can't do that, I can't do that. And then a colleague of mine who was a guy said, you can't do that because the way men look at CVs, they look at a job spec and as long as they can do 30% of it, 
they're going to apply for it. But women, we want to see that we can do 80 to 90% before we apply for it. He's like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. And that same person also said to me, take off miss, because I used to have miss in front of my name. So I take it off. Your first name is quite ambiguous. You don't know if you're a man or woman. Men get called more for interviews. That's just mm-hmm. a fact. Take that off. When they speak to you, or they've seen your CV already, because the CV would get through because he has no, it doesn't say if you're male or female on it. Take that off. And he just helped me. And this was a guy. Well, we're looking for a job at the same time. And yeah. so he he helped to show me all these little things that you don't realize work against you as a woman, which is just... But women are learning. I think we're learning in regards to the workplace that mm-hmm. we're sort of... We're learning from the men in that sense. Um, that whole, if a man says he can do this and he can't do it, he'll go for it. So why can't we do the same? So we're now learning to sort of speak up and say, no, that's not right. Um, yeah. I can do that role. I can apply for that yeah. role. Um, I, I've, I've actually seen a lot of that uh, where women have um, sort of been eligible for certain roles but not been promoted to it because they're women. And I can actually point maybe some of them maybe because they are black women as well. But um, it's just a society we're living in and it's something that we are choosing to challenge because those females I know challenged that and were very much, this isn't right. Um, Jude, mm-hmm. what's it like at your workplace in regards to the structure? Is it, or should I say, I don't want to put it down to your workplace. I'll put it down to your occupation because um, we don't want to talk too personal in regards to where we work. But I'm talking about in your occupation is when you look into the leadership, is there a good variety of like gender balance? Is there a gender balance in your work? In your Absolutely, absolutely not. Absolutely not. There are more women in my profession. So if I, I can't yeah. argue from that point is saying too many women, but that's not where I'm going. <laughs> there's, there's, yeah, yeah, no, it's fact. You've asked the question, I've answered you honestly. Absolutely yeah. not. So I'm a social worker by profession. So health and social care is populated by women, which was something that uh, brought about the feminist uh, uh, theory and uh, anti-discriminatory uh, and anti-oppressive practice in social work because they were challenging the aspects of it being a caring job because of that role that society automatically ascribes to women that they're the carers. So oh. a lot of women in, the, in my feed, at the time, it was difficult. People ask me all the time, how do you manage when everything is about, it's all women there. If you look at teaching profession, it's the same thing. But having said that, I think- When you G- go up into management and above, are they mm. still female? Because in teaching- Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, 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 yes, the they chief are. social worker for children is a woman. Chief social worker yeah, for yeah. adults is a woman. Principal, yeah. principal social worker is mainly a woman. We've got directors called across. But G touched on something very important. I, th- I think- uh, is the bullish attitude. Women don't, I'm not generalizing women. I don't know women. I don't pretend to know women. But G is a woman, she said it, and I've heard women say this. And G used, I don't know if she read the same book like me, but she used the language. I've heard women say, they go out, they negotiate what the, the salary range, and they come out feeling so ashamed of themselves, like they've done something wrong. Meanwhile, the mm-hmm. guy will go in there, be bullish about it. Yeah. I've, I've rejected so many jobs. I've been offered <laughs> team manager's job, and I said, I ain't managing no students and doing this and you pay me that. I walked out. You see, mm-hmm. I can I can take that risk. But we must yeah. not forget biological aspect as well. The woman thinks, this is what this woman has told me. She thinks, oh my gosh, I've got math to feed. I need to contribute to the home. I can't just walk away. Meanwhile, the man seems to be able to be bullish about it and take more risk and say, you know, I'm walking out and go out. And he might even go somewhere and get less salary. But just the yeah. fact that that man, I've walked out of that office, I feel that triumphant victory that yes i've done it i walked out on those guys so i think it's a very important thing that g <laughs> touched on so for me 
It's not about whether women can do the same jobs as us. A, a friend of mine recently, the wife, I met her at the supermarket and she was saying, I said, oh, have you qualified as, a, as an engineer? This lady is so intelligent. And she said, yes. I was like, wow. Have you started working? She said, no, Jude, I can't find a job in London. They're asking me to go outside London. I said, then go do it. You need to go. You need to go big up because you, you can't waste this talent. We need you. But she touched on something. My husband says, no. I said, why? He's doing his work. He's getting somewhere he's getting. You need to go. But she said, no, Jude, I can't leave my kids. I can't just get up and move them. Very important fact she's touched on. But yes, I was egging her on to go do it. But the, the fact remains that she can't leave her children to go do that. So that's the odds stacked against her. So those are the barriers that society needs to work to remove. So we don't we don't put barriers in front of women because they have to go off, off, off to have a child. I've no. seen a woman where yeah. she's had a child and colleagues at work will say, she times it very well. She'll come back from maternity leave and plan it again, get another maternity leave. I'm like, wow. Uh -huh. What's, yes. what's so, Yeah, 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 yeah. So if colleagues are saying this, imagine what the hierarchy is saying. No, we can't trust this person. You see where I'm going? And yeah. I've, talked to, I've talked to women too about banking. I know a young man who, when they told me how he earned about 18,000 pounds weekly, I was like, whoa, you are rich. And this guy said, I don't think you'll be able to do this job, Jude. I said, why? He said, I'm on my feet almost 24 hours. I don't have a life. Most of my colleagues are jumping off windows and committing suicide. He said, do you mm. think you'll be able to do that? Do you think a woman will be able to do that? And the woman said, no, I don't think so. I don't want to go die because I want to earn 15K. So there is the bullish attitude about that. And like G said, most women just come out of those meetings and feel very ashamed that they didn't even try to negotiate the salary. The man I don't feel that. We have our millennials and our, we have the younger generation that are coming through and they have got that mentality. Yes. The younger females yes. coming through are Very the ones good, who stand up Very all day good. and say, I'm Very earning good. this cash here and I'm going to make they, my they, money. They invented boss bitch. Yes, they're the boss bitch. And girl, I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, no, see, see, you see, it's good. Like I said earlier, it's good to have slogans. It's not about slogan. A lady came into my children's school recently. I was telling my daughters and her colleagues, go be social workers. When she mentioned it at home, I warned her. I said, never, ever. I said, you see, that's what I do. Do you want to be me? I said, exactly, no. I said, you can be anything. You can fly planes. You can be an engineer. You can be prime minister. Don't let no one come tell you go be a social worker for what? Because they're already putting it in her head. That's a woman doing it to a, a girl, saying that's the role for you in life. No, that's not the it's role like for you. It's like when they used to tell women yeah, that they can only be nurses, they couldn't be doctors. Exactly. And you're like, what do you mean? If I want to be a doctor, like, oh, no, no, that's, you need to, no, nurses, It's not about a slogan. No, we must be careful. Job, it's know? not about a slogan. We things, have the ability. Things have changed. We have got hmm. a lot of women that are, that, that are choosing, as I say, choosing to challenge, are challenging and are making it and have changed laws. So let's let's take, for example, Venus Williams with Wimbledon. Mm. Wimbledon, we know, um, before males would get paid a certain amount for winning and things like that, and women got a different amount. And she fought that to the point now that the prize for the females and the males are of equal. Yeah. Um, and that Venus Williams standing her grounds and saying, no, that's not right. It should be the same. We're playing the same mm. sport. Yeah. Um, and that's gone through. But we know that's for Wimbledon, but what about women's football? Um, what about all yeah, the other They're people? still struggling. They're still struggling, yeah. yes. Yeah, women's football um, struggling massively compared to men's football. It's going to take... I mean, I think it's getting better now because it's more sponsors are sponsoring them and individual women are sponsored by different, um, you know, brands and stuff like that. So it is getting better, but I don't know. The thing is, because the man's one is so high, 
I can't see when the women's one is is going to match unless they start bringing the men's ones down, which they probably won't. Yeah. You know, but but, right. but then, like I said, that we can't just sit back and allow. We have to but, keep speaking up and yeah, absolutely. And but the barriers to... are there. You touched on very important thing, Tyler. You spoke about um, sponsorship. I think the female football is coming to Terrestrial TV. Can you believe it that? Is. Yeah, yeah. But that's not fair. People will think that's a win. It is a win. It's a small win. We must celebrate mm-hmm. it. But why is men football not on terrestrial TV? Because of money. Now, yeah. they, they want to give women TV to people for free and people will be like, I don't want to watch that. They want to go pay for Sky. So, although it is a win, but we need to continue to fight and challenge. Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. that, that's, 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 that's the way I see it. And then we have the female leaders. If we think about um, our New Zealand Prime Minister, we've got um, Jacinda Ardern, who's the Prime Minister of New Zealand. We've also got the Prime Minister of Norway, Erna Solberg, who have set for women to show that we can be Prime Ministers. Um, in this country, Theresa May, Margaret Thatcher, although Theresa May was a voted in, it would be good to have somebody Scottish, pra- the Scottish, Scottish Prime Minister is, is a woman as well, right? There we go, uh, yes. So we've got yeah, five the SNP leader, yeah. And also, um, I don't know if any of you have watched it, Coming to America too. they yes. literally were pushing for women where he was trying to take his son yeah. And the daughter deserved the role. And at the end, he changed the law and said, you know what, my hey, daughter... Don't, don't, don't give spoilers away, man. I do apologise. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. I, I, we wish I'm you for time to watch that. I've seen it. I've seen it, but no comments. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to spoil it more. David Doe. David Doe is in that movie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then and then to talk about... Okay, let's talk about Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton ran for presidency. She got the most votes. Female ran, got the most votes, but unfortunately the vote, the presidency was given to Donald Trump because of the way they work it out by states. So Donald yeah. Trump won and he had his four years. Now this, we've had another election in which Biden won and he has brought on, on his team, he has our now, um, our now vice president, who is Kamala Harris, a woman of color. So we know our young princesses, our young daughters can see when they look there, they can see a woman has made it to be a vice president and is a woman of colour has made it to be a vice president. So we'll be looking forward to a woman becoming the president of the United we've States. We've got, don't forget Ungozo, we've got Madame Ungozo Awela. Yeah. But with the vaccine, we've got women that are pushing, making their way, fighting through, um, choosing to challenge. So what I want to just put out there is women, we have each other. Um, I know there's been, we've touched on it within this episode in regards to there has been women of colour and women um, sort of going against each other. But we need to really think about what we need to get through. Before we start looking at the colour of each other, let's look at us women getting to where we want to get to. When we get there, then we can start thinking about all the other things that come into play. But what I wanted to say is we choose to challenge in regards to sexual abuse sexual harassment. We choose to challenge in regards to our leadership roles, progression. Women are can do the roles. If they want to try, give them the chance, not just knock them down because they are a female. Women can be leaders. Women, there shouldn't be a pay gap between us. Women are playing football and male playing football. Why? I know it's all about the funding and the money in regards to what people watch on TV, but why is there a difference in their pay? Women, we just have to keep speaking up. So I'm going to say to you all, happy International Day. 
um, International Women's Day belated because that was last week. But I'd also say Happy Mother's Day to our mothers out there who are raising the next generation, the next generation of our sons, our kings to be, and the next generation of our daughters, our queens to be. So we want to say to you all, keep doing what you're doing, stay strong. And this is us and we will see you next time.